This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's move out of the trauma zone and hopefully move into a zone where we can win some cash tonight. And to help us do that is Cam Smith, co-host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on the BetQL Network, also host of Inside the Association on Stadium. Cam, good morning to you. Everybody we talk about, everybody when it comes to the heat, And the Nuggets, everyone we talk to, they all say Nuggets, 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 Nuggets. So are we going to add you to the list of people who are on the Nuggets instead of the Heat? Yeah, sign me up and sign me up twice actually on that one. Yeah, give me the Nuggets (laughs) (laughs) to win this NBA final series. Uh, But first, let me say good morning to you guys. Thank you for having me on. Excited to have this conversation. But honestly, as much as we've seen the Miami Heat come back from the dead, right? When we saw them in the play-in, with that first game against the Atlanta Hawks for the seventh seed. They get embarrassed on their home court. Then they're down in the final few minutes of the the final playing game, really win-or-go-home situation against my Chicago Bulls, and they just respond and they get a win. Obviously, when you look at Milwaukee, the series there, they gentlemen sweep them against the uh, Knicks. They took care of business with them as well. And you would think that – What we saw from Boston, especially after them winning three straight with a game seven back at home, that they were going to be on their way to the NBA Finals. But again, Miami, the the Heat are like a zombie. Like you have to cut their heads off. If you don't cut their heads off and finish them (laughs) off, then they're going to keep coming at you. So, uh, But I think uh, Denver has all the necessary tools to uh, stop that zombie horde of the Miami Heat. So, uh, yeah, give give me the Nuggets in this series, uh, I just feel that with what they've been, really when you go all the way back to December, has been one of the more consistent teams in the NBA. Now you fast forward to the run in the playoffs, they've been playing great basketball from an individual standpoint when you talk about Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, who's really put to sleep and to bed all the bubble Murray talk, like the real Jamal Murray is here, so the ACL injury is behind him because you see how he's moving on the court, especially against defenses that are really geared to slow him down in the playoffs. Um, They just have those necessary pieces to get them over the hump and get the franchise's first championship. So sorry, I didn't bring you guys any kind of like, you know, new information (laughs) when it comes to predictions (laughs) or a different view of things, but it's just, it's hard. You'd be hard pressed to uh, give me multiple reasons why Miami is going to beat Denver, especially with Denver having the home court advantage. Especially, like you said, Denver has just been so consistent. Like, what's the worst game we've seen from Nikola Jokic? I can't find one. Uh, Even in a loss against the Suns, he dropped 53 points. So it's tough for me to sit here and say that somebody's going to stop Nikola Jokic, but that's probably in the game plan for Coach Spolstra. Is there any way that Coach Spo can brew something up and maybe limit Nikola Jokic in this game? Or do you think he's just unguardable? Yeah, he, he's just unguardable. And, and that's honestly a, a truthful answer. It's not because, you know, I'm a Nikola Jokic fan or, you know, I just don't think that uh, he's, he's, he's someone that you can game plan for. Um, I do think that he is someone that you can try and limit in certain areas. But after a while, when you have a guy at his size that won, um, and this isn't talked about enough, is conditioned to a point to where he can really withstand um, long minutes in a ball game and also be injury-free. So hopefully I'm not putting any bad juju on Nicole Jokic when I say that. But when you look at the amount of minutes that he's played, especially in that game four 
against the Los Angeles Lakers in L.A. where he played the final 33 minutes of the game. Um, and I've been saying this to a lot of different people in different shows that I've uh, joined as a guest on, on their uh, platform, but he's rebounding the basketball. He's pushing in transition in the half court. He's in the post. He's making plays for other players. He's making plays for himself. When you think about the one-legged old man, YMCA, one-legged setback that he shoots <laughs> and the ball is behind his head, right? Those are things that when you think it's like, oh, you know, he forced that up. It was a lucky shot. It was a desperation shot. It's like, no, if you know his game and you've been watching his game, that's part of his game. It's unorthodox. It's something you've never seen before. And so, therefore, it's really unguardable. But I will give Eric Spolster credit in this and that he is one of the greatest coaches that we've seen in the modern NBA and really deserves his credit on what he's been able to do, especially when it comes to slowing down some of the best players in the league. And we saw that in Game 7 against Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I know Jason Tatum's frame his ankle early in the game, and that limited him. But still, um, it's just the certain positions that he puts opposing players, star players in, that makes them uncomfortable. But we've seen that with Nikola Jokic. When you go back to the series against the Timberwolves, they try to throw size and strength at him with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. That didn't work. Okay, you're moving forward to the Phoenix Suns series against DeAndre Ayton. More size, more just different matchups. Jack Lauderdale tried to switch things up and give him a different look. That didn't work. The Lakers, Anthony Davis, who has really had himself a great run in the second half of the season and also in the playoffs, you could argue that he was the best defensive player in the playoffs before the Lakers got bounced out. That didn't work. So it's just you, you try to put him in those positions where it's a different look or you just try and put different guys on him in certain minutes that just slows him down a little bit. But after a certain amount of time, and I'm saying a certain amount of time and meaning a few minutes, Jokic figures it out. And he's back to being who he is. And that's one of the best bigs, if not the best big, in the NBA. So um, I can't see Eric Spolstra really slowing down Nikola Jokic to the point where he's ineffective and he's not really impactful in this game. Um, as you mentioned, we've seen him struggle, and he had 53 points. We've seen him struggle against the Lakers, and he still had triple doubles, right? So when you have a triple double and people say, well, he wasn't really you know, that involved in the game or that impactful – and you look at the final box stats, and you're like, man, this dude had a triple-double, but he still didn't play a good game. That's saying a lot. So um, it, It'll be interesting to see, especially in game one, how Eric Spolster comes out to defend Nikola Jokic. Everybody's saying that you know he can start with his own and try and slow uh, Denver down with that, but you're looking at one of the best teams in the playoffs when it comes to uh, offense against his own. So uh, it'll be interesting, but if anybody can do it, it has to be Eric Spolster. We're talking with Cam Smith, co-host of The Better Angle, each Saturday from 4 to 7 Eastern on BetQL. Also follow him on Twitter at Cameron Smith. Cam, about two and a half minutes here, but I just wanted to get your take on whether or not the Heat win this series. There's no question that this has been an incredible run by Miami. Has Jimmy Butler elevated his status in your eyes with the way, and it's been a group effort, but he has really carried this team to this point? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And if anybody's telling you that Jimmy Butler hasn't elevated his status in the NBA with his play, especially in this playoff run, they're lying to you and they're haters. So, like, let's just call it what it is. That's, that's not factual. So you have to you have to really give Jimmy Butler his respect because he's earned it, especially how he's taken this Miami Heat team that was, again, in the play-in and still willed them to an NBA Finals. So that's the special thing about what we've seen from Jimmy Butler and his growth as – not only a star for the Miami Heat, but also a star in the NBA. Now, is he a superstar in the NBA? I'm not willing to go there yet, but if they win the NBA championship, 
against the Nuggets. You have to stamp the super, superstar label onto them. But um, seeing Jimmy from the time that he was drafted by the Bulls, and uh, I'm in Chicago and I covered the Bulls during those years uh, when Jimmy Butler was here, and it was just a natural progression of him throughout the league when you have him in a situation where he's playing with the youngest MVP of all time in NBA history and Derrick Rose with Joaquin Noah, Carlos Boozer, right? Like those veteran players that he was around and he even said this and went on record in saying this was that, that that was what he was introduced to in the NBA where the MVP is being held accountable by a guy that is considered a role player in the NBA when you think about Joaquin Noah, but also one of the better defensive bigs at the time. So he was learning from them. That's That was – that was his dojo with the Chicago Bulls and understanding what's expected of him on the defensive end one, because that's what he was drafted as for the Chicago Bulls. And especially when they have a coach in Tom Thibodeau, but then also too, what's expected of him when he's placed in a leadership role. So when he got his time with the Bulls, he was able to do some things with that team. Obviously he moves on, goes to Minnesota, goes to Philly, and then finally ultimately ends up in Miami where he's really thrived in a heat uniform. So I would say that if, the Miami Heat win the title, then he will definitely have that superstar stamp. But it has been really fun and really amazing to watch his growth as a basketball player in the NBA because he just proves to you night in and night out that his conditioning level, his mindset, one, is elite. He is the co-host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East on BetQL, also host of Inside the Association on Stadium. It is Cam Smith. Cam, great knowledge, great hearing from you. We appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great one. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.